Let's go at game speed. It's the DMV Sports Roundtable with Jamal Bowens, George Wallace, and Chris Cheon, who will join us in progress a little later. I'm Dimitri Sotis. You can find us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round 1. Guys, we're just ahead of the first preseason game, Redskins and Ravens up in Baltimore. And just to be a little provocative, what would you guys think about Kirk Cousins playing a full quarter on Thursday night? Wow. I don't know if that's necessary. I mean, if... if I don't know if I'd necessarily be opposed to it. Things up a little bit. Listen, if I I were the coach, they would play all four games. Wow, but you know (laughs) what? But I know that's not the way it works. He's not going to have his regulars. I mean, Doxson's not going to play. Crowder's not going to play. Reed's not going to play. But you got to get that uh, rapport with Pryor. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, they did Grant. Is gonna it, Grant's had played a lot. The in way camp, it's though. going, he's going to see some time, so he's got a good. You know, he's. Been I never thought I would say that, but he's going to have to get acclimated with Grant once again. But it, you know, all that depends on. You can say is a quarter too much? Is is a quarter not enough? It all comes down to the game flow, yeah. because the quarter could go any. Their offense could dominate the ball. Let's and, and put the Ravens like to run the ball. They could, and their quarterback play is, you know, yeah, Ryan Mallard is, is what he is. So they could try to look at, Kenneth Dixon is out for the year. You want to see what you have. How does Woodhead, that, that they just got this offseason, how does he acclimate in, into the offense? Uh, you want to get Wes going. You want to get some of these other uh, running backs. Uh, I've got to call that boy Buck Johnson. I mean, <laughs> 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 uh, forget his name, but uh, the guy at USC. So you have to get all these 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 three or four different running backs that are were not your you know because they were probably going to start Dixon and that's probably going to be the guy going in getting most of the uh, first and second down snaps and carries. So they may choose. I say all that to say this: they may choose to work those guys and try to run the ball more than work the passing game. If they do that, that could eat up clock yeah. and take up time, and it could limit the amount of uh, of series that the Redskins have. So he could very well play, let's say, you know, he plays a, a full quarter. He could still end up with maybe two series and possibly three. Or, you know, depending on how it goes, if, you know, the Ravens go a quick three and out, then he could, you know, it could turn into more series. But it's all, it's all about game flow. So saying he's playing a quarter or, you know, as you throw it out, if he would play a quarter, I don't know what that means until the game gets started because that can mean anywhere from one to two series or yeah, I mean, it could be four a, or five. If they have a three and out, you're gonna get them, you're gonna go back out there for another series. Yeah. But if you have an eight play drive and start things off, then well, I'm saying on the flip side, if the Ravens control the clock and limit, oh, you know, yeah, also yeah, depending yeah, on who gets yeah. the ball first. Right, right. Well, let's say we get the ball first and go three and out, and the Ravens, you know, put together a six eight minute drive or something like that. Then of course they got to get back on the field. So, you know, that could it all varies. It's all about game flow when it comes down to that. What are you guys otherwise expecting to see? What would you like to see? Well, you know, given that some of the key players are not involved. Yeah, this I mean, you just, want to they, kind of, you just want to see some rhythm. You want to see, first of all, nobody get hurt, but you want to see them, see if they can put, put together a few plays here and there, a few drives maybe, and then get in, get out, you know, and, and without any injury and maybe show a little bit of rhythm because some of the guys, it is, they, they are new. I mean, you know, trying to get acclimated to, to Pryor and some of the others on the offense, you know, and kind of get back in rhythm. Defense is going to be the big thing for me right. as far as seeing the new guys on defense. I mean, what Junior Gallette, I think Junior, I think you play him on Thursday. I mean, I think you have you to. You should. Yeah. I mean, uh, he, he should at least get a, a couple of snaps. He has not played in a, in a preseason game in two years. Mm-hmm. 
And if he's available to play, then he yeah, he's definitely gonna be, needs to get out there. He's going to be jacked up to play. I mean, you know, and Jonathan Allen, too. And, and they're going to have to slow him down, though. Huh? Because he's going to have to slow Junior down because he is going to be jacked up to play. Well, Gruden was asked yesterday. You don't want him, was, you know, overheight. Well, asked he if he was himself. too fired up, and Gruden was like, "Why would I want him? Why would I care if he's too fired? <laughs> because I want everybody to be fired, as fired up as Junior." Yeah, it was you know some guys that you know get a little too hyped up, and then they end up hurting themselves again. You know, knock on wood, that doesn't happen. But for a preseason game, you know, it, it shouldn't be overly hyped. I know he's excited to get out there. I just don't want to see him trying to do too much. I guess. Yeah. You know, on on, on that Achilles. For me, on the defensive side. It would be how how do Sewer Cravens and uh, Swearinger work in the in the secondary? How does that new look safety uh, lineup look? Because they haven't been in those positions at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think DJ's playing what free this year. Yeah, has he ever played free? I don't yeah. think he's ever played free. I don't know before. if he has. And Sewer hasn't really played that. Well, he's more suited to play strong safety. It's going to be can he drop back in coverage? Because teams are going to test him. Because he's not necessarily, he doesn't have a blazing 40 time, and that's one that knocks on him coming out of college. He can play in the box. Yeah. And he can make plays, and he's always around the ball. But if they test him in coverage, does he have the speed to keep up with some of these, uh, you know, wide receivers? Mm-hmm. Or even, you know, pass catching tight ends? Can he do that? On the offensive side, yeah, they don't have some starters in there, but I'm still anxious to see prior. I want to see. Uh, Robert Davis. I want to see some of these these other receivers, and then the running game. Yeah, I want to see what a, a slim and trim, you know, Kelly. fat Rob, if you can even call him that anymore, what he looks like, how his running style has changed. I want to see what P Ryan looks like, you know, in this office behind this offensive line. I want to see if, if Chris Thompson continues to grow. If they give him more snaps early on, instead of just making him exclusively uh, a third down back. Right. I did want to see he Keith looks Marshall quicker, by the way. He does? But Thompson does to me, yeah. He looks quicker. You know what? And, and something that they can do that I don't know if they've done a lot of, and they did a lot of when he was at Florida State, he can also play in the slot. If you want to put him out in, in four receiver sets and have him as one of your wide receivers, or if you want to take Crowder and put him outside sometimes, Thompson can play. He can catch in yeah. the slot. He can run routes like a slot wide receiver. So I don't know if Gruden has that in the game plan or anything like that, but, hey, I don't I don't know. He's the old guy. You know, I've talked he to him. is. He's, he's the oldest I talked to him. I asked him about that. Is he the old guy in this room now? He goes, I'm only what, 25. <laughs> he's not that old. I know. but He's, he's not dad. that old. That's why I was saying before uh, in the last show, I wouldn't mind seeing an older running back come in because yeah. when he's the oldest running back in the room, I know. and he's been around. Right, but he's not Yeah, But, but he's, he's not, not a, he's not a seasoned vet right. that you would like to see with a room that's so young. Right. Now, there would be another reason to watch this uh, Skins-Ravens preseason game, even if you're neither a Washington nor a Baltimore fan, and that's if you're observing the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. Do the Ravens decide by the end of that game Thursday night they might need Kaepernick? I don't know if they decide, but fans might decide. The public at large and media might decide. If Ryan Mallett and whoever else, because I don't even know who they got behind him, that they're rolling out behind him, because the guy that they did pick up, uh, from the arena league, they cut and picked up some guy who was selling insurance or something right. like that. I don't know. I couldn't tell you who was going to be So they, picked, they got Mallet and some dudes off the street. If they fall on their face, which there's, a, in my mind, it's about an 80, 85% well, chance that chance. they do. Yeah, yeah. If they play terribly, 
then that opens the discussion back up mm-hmm. because that that issue is not going to go away. And then people say, OK, well, you said that you're going to go with what you have. You already know what you have in Ryan Mallard, yeah, which isn't know. much. No. And then you roll in these folks off the street. That's going to prove everybody's point that, you know, there's something else to this. Well, and I'm trying to figure out, I mean, I don't know that any of us is particularly close to it. I'm trying to figure out if at first it was uh, all the teams just being a little squeamish, like, hey, we don't need this extra heat, this extra Mm -hmm. attention. Is it a flat out racist thing? What is it? It's a black ball situation. And I've thought that from day one. Um, Now it's, it's just it's painfully obvious right now. There every sort of uh, excuse that that they could use has been debunked. Mm-hmm. First, it was he wants too much money. He said no, that's not the case. He didn't ask for a whole bunch of money. Okay, no. so that that went away. He can't play. I disagree with that. And let me, let me break it down like this on why I look at the fact that they're saying that he can't play. Number one. He went to a Super Bowl. He took that same organization, the 49ers, to the Super Bowl. Yep. That coach that he had, that he had so much success with in Harbaugh, okay, Trent Bulky ran him out of town. He then, Kaepernick, had an issue with the GM. They went back and forth. Yep. So you bring in Chip Kelly. That experience blew up in their face like, you know, Chip Kelly does Quickly, most places. Right, right, it right. blows up in your face. So that didn't work. So then, you know, you have this this trash heap of a team that now uh, Kyle Shanahan is trying to rebuild. So he has that to deal with. You know, he's not throwing anybody great out there. That team wasn't going anywhere. No. So, okay, he loses his job to Gabbard. Okay, you can hang your hat on that. I mean, if a team is doing bad, the first one to go, if not the coach, Bench the quarterback mm-hmm. is the first thing you do. So they did it. Okay, got the same result. He came back. Team wasn't that great, but he didn't put up. He, his numbers were okay. He played fairly well for what he was given. So now you have these other quarterbacks that get jobs. Jay Cutler has never been sniffed the Super Bowl that I know of. Has he? That, that's the funny one to me. Is you basically have to beg Cutler to get off the couch. Hey, Cutler, I, I thought Cutler was done playing football when he was playing football. Yeah. So it surprised well, me something. It surprised me not that the Dolphins called him because, of course, they would call him. They would call Romo just to, just to throw something out uh-huh. and, and see if they get a bite. I was surprised that he accepted because I thought out of anybody that they called, he was going to be the one. Nah, and, I'm good. Right, but for ten million dollars, I guess. But let's see if he mails it in too. I mean, probably but that, so. But but the circumstance was right with Gase, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you see that fit. Yeah. But then now you throw in. This is the thing to me. He couldn't get a workout, a tryout, and then San Diego and and, and even the Ravens were talking about rolling out RG three. For what? Now you're going to sit here and try to tell me that RG3 is better than Kaepernick? Yep. No. You're going to stop that right now. I don't yeah. care if he was playing for the Browns or not. Right. He was done after 2012. He was done. He yeah. was finished. So you can't compare that. So, okay, take that out of the equation. Now what's left? What's left is the bare truth in that you are scared of what the backlash or whatever will be from your, your sponsors, your fan base, the league – 
of what he did and how he did it. And this is the problem I have with that. And this is the message that I'm getting from the NFL is someone who does within their rights legally has a nonviolent uh, word I'm looking for protest, a nonviolent protest within all of their rights is more criminal than actually committing a crime. There is no crime committed here. Mm -hmm. None. You have people on several different teams throughout the league who have been accused, who have been convicted. Yeah. You have had, and I'm not going to mention any names, but if you know the situation, have had DUIs and actually killed a person and were able to get jobs on three to four different teams after that incident. Yeah. There was no crime committed here. None whatsoever. So, to me, it's blatant. To me, now you're the NFL, you're trying to tell me that I'm stupid. I see that there's no other way that you can cut this but in my eyes. Where is it coming from? Well, I don't, you know what? Yeah, I have the it's, same question. Where's the, it's, a, it's a racial issue. But I mean, it's, but it's almost it's a, as if it's, it's enveloped. Like you know, a couple teams said, uh, "No thanks, uh, Cap. We, we we're going to take a pass." It's, it's and then an, everybody right. decided it's we're an, not taking this guy. It's an issue guy. of people don't like anyone taking a stance against the flag or the anthem. Now we made that the story, but he didn't do that for that to be the story. He did that so we would talk about why he did that. Mm -hmm. People would much rather more comfortable talking about him and his disrespect for the flag rather than the issue at hand, which was violence and misjustice against African-American men or African-American people during that particular time and, and still goes on. So much rather than address that elephant in the room, they want to look at he's disrespecting America. That's not the point of what he did. Right. And he was well within his rights to do so. And he did not. People try to say that he did it for him to be the story. No. After that, he made that statement. He had his protest. He did what he did. But he followed that up, that action, with works. He went out in the community. He donated. He spent time. He stood in front of a police station and, and, and gave out suits to men who do not have them to go to their court appearances in. Mm -hmm. And we're vilifying this person? That's the part I don't understand. Somebody explain that to me because I don't get that part. I mean, that's, that's the one major point. The other one that perplexes me is, and you touched on it with uh, other players who are, are very active in the, in the, you know, hired by teams and have, have committed crimes. I just thought that in the end, the Al Davis slogan, just win, baby, I thought that would trump everything. In other words, uh, we're going to take this guy because there aren't a lot of great quarterbacks around. That's what perplexes me, that nobody is willing to take a chance on him. And it's not even that much of a roll of the dice. He's, he's no, got it's, talent. It's, it's not a roll of the dice at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. It's not as if he's a yeah. Jay Cutler. So what I'm trying to figure out is why is it easier for teams to take a chance on a convicted felon right. than someone that made a political stance. And I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think you, it's, it's, you just the, said it much, much clearer and much better than I did. It's the political part about it. It's the social issue part about it that they don't necessarily want in their locker room. Maybe they don't want that divide because they probably are players in the locker well, room that, could be that see it a different way. I think that's part of it, too. But also, want... there are guys in the locker room who don't want a rapist sitting next to them. 
They don't nah. want someone who's a convicted felon in there all, all, right. either. So it, it goes both ways. It's those two things are divisive, period. You have to when you when you bring in someone who has been convicted of a crime, of course, the locker room, you know, they come together and talk about mm-hmm. it and take consensus and, and take the temperature of the room. It's the same with this issue. But I think they're scared that this issue, because it's race based, is more divisive. And that's it's what possible. they're scared of. That's possible. And then you and, don't want the whole, you don't want the, the circus. Georgie, were you saying that, that fellow players would have a problem with Kaepernick, some of them, depending on the team? I think some Some would. might. Yeah. Really? I think some Some would. might. There, there might be some. I think they would probably be in the minority. But I think there are some. They might not speak up. They might not say anything. Yeah, I think but I think in certain situations... I think, and, and the thing that gets me about the Ravens situation, if you would ask me to make a list of teams that I thought would be perfect for him, Seattle would be number one, mm-hmm. and the Ravens would probably Baltimore, be number yeah. two on my list. And it, it, and it disappoints me that they haven't made that move because with Harbaugh being there, the way the city will embrace him mm-hmm. because of what is going on there. Yeah. And what has transpired in the city of Baltimore in terms of the issue of police violence, they would totally embrace Kaepernick for taking the stance that he's taken. Possible. So to me, it makes it's it's a perfect fit. But I think it goes it's it's higher than that. It's owners. It's the league. It's and, the commissioner. And it's I mean it is. And then maybe maybe people think maybe teams think it's not. Worth it for a guy that's not, you know, a top tier quarterback. He's not going to come in and. Well, you and, know what? Nobody knew Michael Vick was going to be what he was when he came out of prison. Yeah, true. They gave him a chance, and they knew that Peter was going to be at their front door every day. And yeah. Peter's not necessarily an organization you want to mess with because no. they will shut you down. <laughs> so they took that chance on Mike. Even being in shape to play the game again, not even in shape enough or well enough to get to back where he was, which he did. Yeah, he did. But yeah. they didn't even know that he was in shape enough to get out there and finish a workout or compete. But that chance was taken with the backlash of a group as large as Peter. So what's the difference? It's it's really really fascinating. We could fill the rest of the the and pod just, with I, that. Just one okay, more, one, one more. Just one sure. more thing to say. Let's not act like this hasn't happened before. Now, we're in the age of social media, but let's not act like Chris Jackson, Mahmoud Raouf, did not take this same stance in the 90s when the anthem was played. He stood, but he would turn and do That's his right, Islamic prayer. He yeah, would yeah. do, excuse me, do his Islam, Islamic prayer yeah. in the middle. Take that and put that in this day of post 9-11, terrorists, anti-Muslim, and social media, that man, would it wouldn't be safe for him to walk down the street right. if he had done that. He didn't take a knee. He didn't do that. If he, had, he did the same thing. It was his silent protest. But you put that with doing a Muslim prayer in this day and age? Mm-hmm. Do you imagine what kind of storm that would brew? Right. That's not right either. No, it's not. I'm just saying we're acting like this is the first time someone has taken that sort of stance. And you can go back, you know, 
to the Olympics with the, with the Black Power Fest. You can go back to Jim Brown and, and some of the things, and it's been done before. So I don't understand why now we're acting like it's the first time anybody's ever done that. Right. It's not the first time. So why is it to the point where people have to have a rally for this man to get a job or even a tryout? A look. Just a look. Take a peek. You'll see. Yeah. But is it this... To me, it, it, when I say that, I mean that we should be more evolved as a society because we have seen this before. So you would think would be a, we, we would be evolved enough to be able to handle this much better than it's been handled. That's all I mean, you know, I, I'm going to say about that. Him and I mean, and uh, you know, the fact that I mean, Griffin even talked about it. It's not even talked about either. No. But see, I'm the, talking about football now. I'm talking about yeah, yeah. But well, just, but his name was mentioned. I heard his name mentioned before Kaepernick's. Yeah, but he was mentioned even to get a tryout with San Diego, which didn't go through. But and then he thinks they used him, which was funny. They may have, they have yeah. Which is at, at this point, he could be used as a quote unquote token African American quarterback to bring in to say, hey, it's not just you know we're still right. it's it's not about that. We're going to bring in an African American quarterback. Uh, not named Kaepernick, but it's it's got nothing to do with race. He could be be used as a pawn in, in a token in in, in that matter. Right, I can but see that. Griffin uh, offers you in the negative column a million fold. I mean, he's you know right. he's, he's fragile. He's got the whole you know social media yeah. bad attitude. And and, and and that's my main point about him being mentioned he's first. Childish. Yeah, but him being mentioned first before Kaepernick, and 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 not even just with and take all that out of it. Let's just talk football. You're not going to sit up here and try to tell me but yet, right now today right. that Robert Griffin Jr. gives a better chance of winning than Colin Kaepernick oh, no, does. No, no, no. He does not. No. So when you float that out there as a team, and I'm going to take all of that, that, that's putting all the other stuff that you can mention with Robert aside or with Kaepernick aside. Just football players side to side right now, there's no way in this world RG3 gives you a better chance to win than Colin Kaepernick does. And there's no reason he should be floated out there before Kaepernick does and, and be and be taken seriously. There's no way. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I mean I think he's done. Now it might be time for some courage uh by an owner, uh coach, a general manager, somebody. It's it's gonna take that and and it takes that but it oh it, it took courage from Andy Reid to go out on a limb for Michael Vick. But I think people start to shy away. Nobody. It's going to have to be somebody like that, though. It's going it, like that's why it, the Ravens on that would be fine because of. I thought who, Pete Carroll would. Pete Carroll is that type of coach because he doesn't necessarily have. A, he's got a. He, he doesn't have any choir boys, he's and arrogant. he's got outspoken people. Yeah, he would be perfect in a locker room with Richard Sherman and Michael Bennett because they have been outspoken on many different issues. You know, regarding things like what Kaepernick is talking about, so he would go and blend into their locker room seamlessly. So I, I didn't even think that. And their quarterback situation, Boykin has had all kinds of uh, off the field issues. Their backup quarterback situation is not stable either. So there is an opportunity along with the fit that Seattle would be number one on my list, and I thought Pete Carroll would have courage enough to do it, but. As I said, it's not always the coach. It goes all the way to the top. Of course. To to levels that, that as fans and, and people out here looking from outside looking in that we can't see. Mm-hmm. And it might even go past the organization. 
You hmm. might have people in the league tell them, hey, uh, you can do that at your own risk, but I'm telling you. Well, yeah, that's why I'd be curious to see we don't where, have your back. where it's coming from. Chris Chion just joined us. As you can tell, we're wrapping up a Colin Kaepernick discussion. Maybe the Ravens take a chance on him. Do you, do you have any feelings? Uh, Jamal is suggesting this uh, This goes you know, way up the ladder, and uh, teams maybe have been uh, more or less unofficially told, you know, keep, keep away from Kaepernick. Well, I just think it's now at this point, I always reference it back to the Tim Tebow back in uh, when he signed with the New York Jets and SportsCenter was leading off with coverage from Jets training camp. I don't think teams want that. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens don't want that. They are a team that is, you know, for all intents, but they've had their issues in the past, but, you know, they don't want the cameras there constantly uh, filming them in their practices. And not only that, my thing about it is, I, I, you know, there's no doubt that Colin Kaepernick is a better quarterback than a lot of these guys that are on NFL rosters. No question about that. He brings a dynamic to your offense that is tough to stop. But what happens when Joe Flacco has a bad game? He will have a bad game. He'll have multiple bad games. Are we now supposed to yank? Are they supposed to yank Joe Flacco, no, the, no, the, no, the, no, the no. franchise quarterback? Because no. that's what the calls are going to be for in Baltimore, and I don't think they want that either. I don't think, you know, what I don't think people are calling for him to be a starter because I don't think people really think you don't think that if Flacco struggles a game then they're going to say this Kaepernick no, should no, start no, over no, 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 no. But, but, not, but not shouldn't struggles. Kaepernick start if uh, no, if, you, well, if Flacco suffers? If he if he makes the roster as the backup quarterback, then that's just how it goes when your quarterback goes down. To me, it's not about if Flacco plays bad. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco has his resume is set in Baltimore. I would be upset if they pulled him for because why would they do that? He My just hasn't looked this. that great the past year or so. But see, this is the thing. It's not about how he plays. It's about right now why we even have this conversation because he has a bad back. And you do not mess around with bad backs, especially if you're a quarterback. There are 50 ways that you can tweak your back as a quarterback, and and it's not got all anything to do with getting hit. You mm-hmm. could fall the wrong way. You could get a wild snap and turn the wrong way. You could turn the wrong way on a pass. You can tweak your back any sort of different ways as a quarterback. And he, I don't know how long he'll be out. He could be back week one. Just because he's back week one doesn't mean he makes it to week 16. See Tony Romo. See Brett Favre. You don't mess around with backs. And it's not about... To me, it's not about gameplay because that's not what we're having the cabinet conversation. He's coming into play because there's an opening there for a backup because your starter is hurt. That's the only reason why he was mentioned in Miami because Tannehill went down. And that's the only reason probably why it's more of a push in Baltimore because Joe, your star quarterback, has a bad You don't think if you're a pro bowler and he could help you win right now that he'd be on a team? Well, yeah, you know what? That last year, and we talked about this earlier. I'm not earlier. saying he can. I'm just saying if he were, if it was cut probably. clear, probably, probably. That's what I'm saying. But so this, I, I think part of it is they don't want to deal with the circus, which it will be a circus before a backup quarterback. But you're back a quarterback right now. I'm just saying. You know, I if, hear you. No, if I'm I with go you. to a back quarterback that's been to a Super Bowl yeah. in recent years, yeah. And through no Colt McCoy, buddy. almost almost no <laughs> <laughs> Colt McCoy. And, and anyway, I'm not gonna say nothing about back Colt. By the way, you should see Nate Sudfield. Man, he's just having a blast out there. This guy, he may or may not make the team. I don't know how they're gonna keep a third quarterback again. They, they but he's not. just running around throwing the ball. He's the lucky. Can they dude. practice squad him again? Yes. Okay, I didn't know. Oh. If, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they he's, could... he's, he's in year two. Okay. I think you get what four, three or four years. Yeah, but it's not even practice squad. 
Like if they decide that they're going to waive him, but nobody oh, picks him can. up, then yeah. they designate they, they, him for he's, that. He's, he's eligible. Yeah, but they'll they'll keep him again. I mean, if if it's true that Doug loves them, then they're going to keep him again and take up a spot. But but a spot where? I don't know. I mean, wide receiver maybe. It depends. These inju- these little injuries, man. This these uh, it. The Reed thing is just because it's Jordan Reed, you worry about it. He says he's fine. Doxon, but that room is still deep. And you still have wide receivers. No, I'm saying if, what but, I don't but, if you cut one, but if you're gonna have to cut one, are they gonna keep three quarterbacks? Sunfield? That's what I'm saying. I well, think they, they did are. last yeah. year. Yeah, I think they are. I don't know if they should. Well, okay, well you're down there. What does he look like? How's he looking? He looks like Nate Sudfeld, <laughs> which, which tells me absolutely nothing. It he's, tells a me big, nothing. he's a big dude, right? So he's not exactly. How about this? I've heard he's had one good practice. I was gonna say there was there was if we were one. sitting there and he was. He had had a bad first couple of days, and then he was he looked good the one day, and then people started tweeting about it, and and it was like, look, we crushed the guy early. You got to give him credit when he's had a good okay, practice. Okay, that's one one day. But what it's do they? What do the players tell you? You stack days when it comes to training camp. What do they say? Every every coach, every player, you want to see guys stack days uh-huh. and put days together. Yeah. Not have three bre- bad days yeah. and shine once. And then you know he hasn't. Been, your, your, because, your slipper falls off, and you know because. <laughs> Because it becomes giving, a pumpkin again. Well, they're gi- because they're not, you know, he's not getting a ton of work. I mean, Cousins needs to get with these guys. You know, this they they need a lot of work. Well, with if his you rhythm can't, if, like if, if you can't outwork and outsnap Colt McCoy, then listen, you know, Jay loves Colt McCoy. Jay loves a lot of people that did he probably shouldn't. So you say Nate looks like Nate? Does Colt look like Colt again this summer? Yeah. Again, and what does that mean? Yeah, what does it mean? Yeah, he does. I mean. Uh, Cole looking be, like Cole look, means he can win two games against Dallas. Listen, it's that it. week two when that baby comes for Kirk, if it's going to be, I don't think he'll they won't let it happen on the Sunday. So I think he's I don't think he's going to miss the game. But I know you're not going. <laughs> Maybe Cole McCoy against the Start, Rams against against who? Rams. I don't think uh, mm-hmm. even if Kirk Cousins' baby is born on game day Sunday, he's going to play anyway. I'm going to tell you. I, I, I'm I'm imagine gonna, that they, I would imagine no that there'd shot. be something I'm, where he I'm gives, tell you flies out as soon as the game's over. No but shot. When, when oh. Colt McCoy starts. They won't allow it to happen. They'll schedule it. This is the game he'll start. <laughs> game well, four against Tampa Bay the preseason. That's the game Colt's going to start, and that's going to be it, and that's going to be all. Listen, buddy. That's it. Listen, then you get <laughs> used to it. it. Because, look, by the end of the year, if this team's out of it oh, and Kirk's man. not playing well and he's on his way out the door, you're going to see Colt McCoy Colt, in December. Colt's our starter. Then, then it's That's be, my call. Then it's it's be... on tape. Are you recording this? Are we yes, recording so this on a cassette yeah, tape? We're, How we're, are we recording this? <laughs> we're, we're actually recording this so other people and, can and, listen. We're okay. not just... Talking amongst and, ourselves. And, and let the Kaepernick Cap- Cap- to Washington rumors open up. Listen, so the other day, <laughs> let that stop. the other day when, what's his name, got hurt? Uh, Tannehill. So we're sitting there, I'm like, oh, trade Cousins now. Trade him to Miami, get something, because he's going to walk. So that would have been uh, that would have been kind of and interesting, then, spectacular. So then when that started I mean, happening, in a bad way for okay, Skins fans. Then, then you get what would you get? What would what you, do you given do up with Tannehill though? What would you given up exactly. for Cousins? Because you, oh, and T, you the resident Dolphins fan. How much are they paying Tannehill right now? A lot. A He's getting a boatload of money, right? Yeah, and there's so a clause. So you're going to trade for a guy that wants the company to make a boatload of money. And what are you going to do with Tannehill? But that's the thing. Do we get Tannehill in return? It'd be a re- no. You don't want Tannehill in return. Okay, I take so a first and a second round pick. They're not going to do that. <laughs> I would hope the Dolphins wouldn't do that. Do that. I mean, I'm just saying. So then, when that happened, we started that rumor. 
Because look, by the end of a couple April. weeks in a camp, we're bored, so we got to start. Right, you guys are here. you guys are holding so, like a parallel I mean, training always, camp. You know, all, you know not, Richmond nightlife is nice, but at some point, <laughs> you know, during the day. So the um, then it was the okay. Well, then Kaepernick's going to come here, and then your circus is going to start. We had the whole thing dominoes. Oh, you just ball. had every scenario, but none of that has come to pass. No, thank goodness. No, and it and it and it probably won't for those out there to listen to George George's rants and, then, <laughs> and conspiracy theories. 99% of this stuff is not going to happen. Listen, so Mike. Y'all just, my, just breathe easy. If I've been telling you that Cousins and is keep not a level head. Here, long time. I, I understand. If all that other stuff that you're going on about, <laughs> don't don't let people. You know how Redskins fans are. You gonna, Now it's going to be on what? Twitter in 20 minutes. <laughs> you know how Redskins fans are. What other stuff? Go. About Sutton Vic McCoy? Yeah, all that stuff. All well, that, well, that's been built in for said. years, uh, Jay Gruden's affinity for Colts. So McCoy. you don't think that if Cousins plays poorly, let's say the whole season on no. he you, plays poorly at the end of the year, you're not starting Colt McCoy to I see what you've so. got for next year, knowing Cousins is most likely going to. Because if he plays poorly, you're not going to tag him. Depends on what he leaks I to the media, right? If he starts telling all of his yeah. uh, people around him that he is leaving and Redskins catch whiff of that, I don't then see I, him, I, I honestly don't see him playing that poorly. <laughs> not 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 to put one of those two jokers in there, no. Right. No, I don't either. Not for one of those two. I think two. he's going to play well. But, I mean, it just depends. It, it's going to be interesting. If he leads you to division championship and then – all over the map. We, and then you transition the tag him. <laughs> transition tag him and then someone's going to give him a boatload of money. And if you don't match well, it, I, you're going to look awful. I wouldn't transition tag him at all. Then you can go I get uh, you can go get Josh Rosen next year. Who's, uh, making Sam some, Darnold. Who's making some – I don't know that he said he was going to leave. Wait a minute, you leave. wouldn't tag him at all? Not three times in a row. That's that's un- that just I'm never been transition, done. not franchise. Uh, well, to see possibly. if you get to see if you have a chance, it's then you just, have a chance to match. Just any tag right now would just be too much. <laughs> so you're much. just ready to let him walk? I'm ready to put my money I, on the table. They're tagging him again somehow probably. next next year. I would I would say this. We'll be back I here see, again. I can see that happening if they can't get anything done. I would. I'm still holding out a little bit They've of got hope. Two, what do they got? That two they months. They try to get something done after the season. What's the negotiating window? Two months. If that sounds about right. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but that, that sounds about right. right. And then after that, you don't have to transition them. You know, last day of the season. No, no, no. You're you right. know, you if you can't make a decision between now and then, and you don't have a clear backup, because once again, I don't know. You know that it, it's. Musical chairs in the GM room. I don't know who's making decisions. But look, we joke about so it, and Jay loves Colt, but Colt's not going to be your starting. I mean, he's not going to. You can't no. go forward with Colt McCoy. No, because look, and I'm sure this is and how. And if I co- have a head coach that thinks that he can, something wrong with him. And this is how it probably went down. Jay's like, look, we're going to lose, probably lose Kirk Cousins. I can't go. I got one year deal. You got to give me a chance. If I do lose him, you got to give me a couple years to make this work with whatever I've got. Didn't he get an extension? That's what I'm saying. That's probably why oh. I got the extension. This is, this is a very good quarterback class. You mentioned Rosen. You have Sam Darnold. You have some other Darnold, guys. Like, that's who, yeah. I, I love Lamar Jackson, but he's not going to fit in here. You know, if you can't coach RG3, then you can't coach Lamar Jackson. But there are some names that I'm missing some. You know, the, the kid from uh, Oklahoma State, I believe it is. Yeah, he's Robinson. Supposed, he's supposed to be pretty good. So there's, there's a couple of names out there. Rosen and, and Darnold are probably tops on my list. Browning from uh, Washington. Yeah, this it's it's a pretty deep class, and like we said before, all you got to do is is look at the Cowboys, and you can win with a rookie quarterback. It can be done. You know, it's not like it's it's unheard of anymore to throw you know a rookie out there and have some sort of success. But it's a deep class, so they do have. Mason Rudolph is his name. Sorry, I okay. said Robinson. That was a few years ago. It was go. on the Patriots. Yeah, there you go. but they do have some choices. 
Yeah, they do. I was uh, just reading an article about the Josh Rosen comments on uh, Alabama um, on my walk into here. You, know if you guys I caught think, that. I think people, just because he said Alabama, people lost all of what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Because he made a lot of sense and everything that he said was true. It's not necessarily about a lot of those guys are in there to, to play football. They're not necessarily able to really receive that education or, you know, they're getting it, but it's not really, they're not going to do nothing with it mm-hmm. and vice versa. So a lot of things that he said, you know, college football, they want those guys to play college. He said it's two full-time jobs, which it is, because you, they demand a lot of these guys physically just for football. But then you also have to maintain your books if you're not taking basket weaving or, you know, Something weird like that that they give you that's not a real class, which which has been done. I Didn't wanna... Dexter Man take basket weaving or something? You know, it, that's been done to kind of usher these guys through. Are you helping them really hey, like, get that education? If has just, it not been going on for it, it maybe has. even centuries? You, you get it's, Dexter's it's been, face and tell him basket weaving. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, real I'm class. Not, I shook Dexter's <laughs> hand one time and it oh, yeah, damn near broke my knuckles. Okay. So, no, I will, I will not. <laughs> no, in all due respect. But uh, but no, everything that he said was true, and everything that he said, everyone knows is true. But the fact that he mentioned Alabama, people are going to they're going to point that out just because it's Alabama. But it's true. He said, take what he say, take Alabama's players and up the admission standards, or maybe the standards they have at Stanford or Northwestern, and see what kind of team you have then. I think he has a point. Speaking of Alabama players, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick from Old Bridge, New Jersey. I hope if the Redskins do play poorly this year, <laughs> I, 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 I would love to see Minka Fitzpatrick here. Did you catch Ryan Anderson talking about Alabama's practice tougher? Yeah, than I heard yeah, that. I saw that. Does that worry you at all? I mean, I, I not, but like the fact that uh, these guys go hard really at Alabama, and they probably bang their bodies around quite a bit. And you've seen running backs in the past, Trent Richardson, you yeah. name it. Then they get to the NFL and they sort of flame out. I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, I wouldn't be well, as yeah, worried it's, about it's that. It, like you know. They they go and, and there's no full tackling anymore. And yeah. it's and Jay said it. He goes, look, I would never forgive myself if something happened to anybody. And he says, by the time you get to this point, if you can't tackle. It's going to be evident on t- evidence on evident on tape mm-hmm. and the game. So I don't have a problem with that. They go after it. I mean, yeah. it, you, you saw you that Oklahoma drill the first day of practice. Oh, I yeah, yeah me too. and you can't simulate game speed. I mean, you can't in practice. You can't. But when they're coming, because these, de- I these defense, seen that since Marty Schottenheim. yeah, and this defense though, like and we're, Bruce I'm a, about we're it. up there watching. I mean, it's close. I'm right there on the field. I mean, it's you know they get after it. I mean, yeah. they do. I mean, they get after it. defense is flying around the offense. You still have to make quick decisions and things like that. So, but the tackling is. He's right. You can't tackle at this level, yeah. and that's why Alabama's different. You're still kind of learning that stuff, I guess. But to your point, it doesn't affect – where does Alabama, when it comes to pro players, where do they have the most success? On defense. They don't true. necessarily churn out a whole – Julio Jones aside and a, and a handful of other players, there's only one that really jumps out to me on the offensive side of the ball that they put out that's not an offensive lineman. Cooper. Amari. Yeah, okay, those two. Yeah. Other than that, it's not a whole lot. But you look on the defensive side of the players that they've had drafted highly and that have played well in the NFL, that doesn't seem to affect them. That's true. So, so. If, if you to your argument, if you're going to say that it's going to be basically for the offense, but they don't necessarily churn out you know, a boatload of uh, superstar offensive players anyway. 
I'm looking forward to seeing Jonathan Allen out there because what a steal it was coming to this oh, town. Great, he's great playing move. well. He's playing yeah. well. The best thing that Jim Tom Sula said, he goes, look, about as far as rotations and and uh, by the way, that guy, you should have a conversation with Tom Sula. He I walks love out, Tom Sula. He walks out of, to practice, and by the time he's done, he looks like he's been in the pool. Like it, <laughs> it's, He is drenched. And he said, he goes, look, if you got a helmet on, you play defensive line, he goes, you got to be ready to play. He's yeah. on rotation. There's nobody first, second, nothing, nothing. He's like Callahan. He was not a great head coach, but at his position, yeah, as a defensive line and coach, those two are, Callahan as an offensive line coach, yep. they are the almost one of the best, if not the best, at their job in the NFL. And I think that's going to be a big watching them go back and yeah, forth in terms great. of schemes is wonderful. It's going to be a big addition to this. To this, and it makes same both, with Gray, it makes same both lines. with Minuski. Yeah. I mean, these guys love the defense. They get after. They're but aggressive. having those two coaches. This makes those lines yep. that much better. And those lines have been an issue for this team mm-hmm. in the past. And I, I, I see it. You know, it, it'll get better. Still, a lot of questions up front and that's on what Craven's, Craven's told us the other day he said about the little, little terrible third down and he said that's why we're going to be I think it was Craven's he said that's why we're going to be you know part of the reason we're more aggressive on third down we're not going to sit back like we did oh no and, and with the with the pass rushes they have you know even with Murphy being out mm-hmm. the potential with with Anderson Gallette I tell you what Kerrigan. Gallette I mean, and I don't remember. I don't remember two years ago what he looked like but in some of these drills he's been in that backfield quick He's got he's got one him, of the quickest get offs in the, in the league. His and Trent, the one on one drills, yeah. are like legit. Like and then, and then he drills. bends. He I mean he gets way underneath the defender. He really bends and he's got the quick first step. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, the first team defense. Mm-hmm. Well, all everybody, you know, I probably be up late tomorrow night. But you know that's, that's how they that, go. Those are the breaks. You'll get over. Go skin football season. Or I can watch the replay. They'll play it like two <laughs> or three true. times over the weekend. That's so I'll true. watch the first half and catch the rest. By the time we get back in this studio, I will have watched it maybe three or four times. You'll get in there and watch them pitch the Papa John's pizza in the booth, <laughs> as usual. Who's on the sidelines this year? I don't know. Is it Clinton? I don't think it's Clinton. Randall L again? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I know we don't Kenny have to Albert. wait long. No, we don't. We'll check it out. The DMV Sports Roundtable. Find it on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, and wtop.com. Search Podcast One. Follow us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round One. I'm Dimitri Sotis for Jamal Bowens, Chris Cheon, and George Wallace. Catch you next time.